people can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? <sighs> Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important you say too much boring Welcome to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Dara. And I'm your other host, Aaliyah. Welcome back. Um, Welcome back. Bye-bye, Papa Spears. Bye-bye. Jamie Spears <laughs> has been removed finally. finally. Finally, finally, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday when we were recording the show, they were still... Aaliyah was like glued to her phone checking we, updates. Unfortunately, we could not give you live updates. The pod is not live. We recorded and then I was like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we do have an update for you now. Yeah, that Jamie's been removed as her conservator. Thank God. Thank God. And then there's going to be another court date November 12th. And that's hopefully, and I think like everyone's pretty much reporting that it is going to end the conservatorship on November 12th. Oh my God. 13 years. And she'll finally be free. Free Vinny will be no longer. Someone's got to free this bitch. It's stressing me the fuck out. We got to free this bitch. <laughs> to quote the one and only. She Maddie does Cyrus. still have a conservator, but it's someone that she has appointed herself. And it's like some like accountant. Like, yeah. Guy. Like it doesn't even matter. It's like who her and her lawyer chose together. Mm-hmm. But like when I was doing like research for this story and yeah. I just like wanted to check like the dates and like who like the new conservator was. I like was reading this People magazine article and it's like there's this really weird tone and it. it's like it makes me think like why do we still talk about Brittany in this way? Right. Because like the article is like speaking with a source, whoever that source is. The source is probably Jamie. Yeah. Okay, so the headline is Britney Spears' team is preparing her for post conservatorship life. It's going to be difficult, says source. Right. And like that from the get is like, who? No, it's not going to be difficult. Yeah. She's been clamoring at the jailhouse <laughs> bars to like, get me out of here. Yeah. And like, I even kind of doubt like Britney Spears' team. Who is on her team that she trusts? Exactly. Besides Fifi. Exactly. And she doesn't have a team. She doesn't have a team. So like, I feel like, not to jump the gun here, but like, Post-conservatorship life is kicking them all the F out. Exactly. Like, We're cleaning total house. Yeah, which which is why this article is so phony already. Because it's right. like, I don't think they're going to be involved. Like, the pe- these people are not going to be involved anymore. Brittany said these people should be in, in jail. J- right. <laughs> they're certainly not going to be on her payroll anymore. No. She, like, wants to, like, murder these people. <laughs> Literally. They're not getting another dime from her. So that's why it's also, like, people, who are you talking to right yeah. now? Who yeah. is literally the source? But, like, they even go on to say, like, okay, no one knows if she'll be able to care for herself if the conservatorship is eliminated. It's going to be difficult for her to create a whole new life after so many years of restriction. What? what? That, that is the same narrative that they've been pushing for 13 years. It's just that she wants it. She needs it. It's crazy that people publish this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, it's like, it's like the fake Instagram all over again. Like, yeah, all of this, like these words and these sources and these quotes under the guise of like, from Britney or like on Britney's team and mm-hmm. like what she wants. And it's like, this is like basically propaganda. So like, yeah, cause they're, they're trying to, cause the public is obviously all on like Britney's side. Exactly. But they continue to try to like infantilize yeah. this almost 40 year old woman. Right. And it's like, we literally have seen four documentaries. Do you not have Hulu? <laughs> do you not have Whoever Hulu? wrote this article? It's nine. Brianna Tracy. Do you not have Netflix? Do you not have Hulu? You haven't seen Britney V. Spears? There's a free trial. I'm sure you could just watch the, and then delete it. We all know that Britney can take care of herself. Right. We all know that she can 
go on world tours, yeah. perform 152 yep. shows a year, teach her dancers choreographer choreography, run the entire rehearsals on her own. We've literally seen the complete true side of what's yeah. been happening to her for 13 years. So the fact that like you can even go on to say like mm-hmm. that we need the conservatorship and it's going to be <laughs> rough for her after it's over and then talk about her fiance and say he is a great influence on Brittany. When Sam is around, Brittany's days are very focused. When she's alone, it's hard for her to motivate herself. What? what? First, and that, and it also goes against again these people not listening to Brittany. She has said she wants to retire and that she doesn't want to work anymore. Yeah. So motivate her to do what she doesn't want to do anything, and that's well within her rights. And even at the end of the the article, it says, at the end of this day, the star dreams of a simple life that includes working out, spending time with her children, creating art, gardening. Says the source, she wants the conservative. Tr- conservatorship to end but she doesn't seem to have a plan beyond this that's the plan the plan that is literally the she's plan. she's gonna work out in her home gym which she does all the time we see her doing it her beautiful art we also see that <laughs> we haven't i haven't seen the gardening i would love to see that spending time with her she babies has a green thumb. what are you, what what plan beyond this i think she can do she's she yeah. can manage to get up get herself up in the morning put on her pants and go do all these things yeah that's just crazy that they're still like, that just shows you how they've probably been going through Jamie Spears for the past 13 years. Great. So point. it's like that's yeah. still who they're connected with. He's still pro- and we're probably going to see articles like this and a lot of other mm-hmm. news sources because he's still going to be in their pockets. Yeah, absolutely. And because like he's clearly only stepping down because of all this attention he's getting now. Mm-hmm. And so like he wants to try and turn public yeah. opinion and it's like, yeah, the free Britney movement really did change the narrative. Yeah, it really and did. And I definitely think it's in complete control of the narrative. Yeah. And so your little people fluff pieces are not yeah. going to work. Like everyone reasons like, mm, no. And it's like, again, like it's just sorry. Like, framing Britney's here. saw it <laughs> like this tired narrative. They're not even coming up with anything new. Like it's always about how the men in her life, like mm-hmm. how she is with the men in her life that orbit around her yeah. and how they seem to like maintain her. And it's just not true. Yeah. Like they main, but it's kind of, what does that mean that like the source is like praising Sam though? That's a little weird. Cause like, I don't know. maybe it's like, cause I think Sam is a little sus. Yeah, I think everyone thinks Sam's a little sad. I hope for the best, but I'm expecting something kind of off. I, I just feel like he probably likes her and enjoys spending time with her. But like if she wasn't Britney Spears, like because, you know, he dated like a pop star before. Yes, he like dated a, a pop star in England. I don't think she's British. I think she's American, but she's like, she's an absolute no name, like not even a like who, like she's a total just no name. Um, and it's funny, like she makes like absolutely derivative uh, Britney Spears music. And, and they met on a music video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which no, is, I've heard about that. Which yeah. is where he met Britney. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like he t- like does like, he's probably a nice guy. He's probably harmless. Yeah. But I, are his intentions as pure as maybe they're probably, I think they're probably Well, it's kind of weird that like, how is she dating? How does their relationship allow like underneath yeah, this conservatorship? And like, we all I've know always that like, Jamie that. always kept like such a close like lid on like who she dated and kind of vetted her boyfriend. Yeah. It's, like, that's why it's like, we kind of let him like slide everyone. But I'm just like, I, why? Like, I feel like he must be easy to control on both ends. Right. Like she can control him. And maybe, yeah. Jamie can control him. Maybe he was just like along for the ride and like whichever way it turns out, he's like down to like be a part. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't think it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point of why. I don't know why he's praised in this article. Yeah. But I think it's definitely cause for maybe just a raised eyebrow. We're going to have to watch that play out. Well, I mean, no, I don't think they're going to ride off in the sunset and be together for three decades or anything. I want her to be with that guy from... <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. That photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the documentary. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, November 12th, am I in the calendar? It's a big day, actually, for me. Well, yeah. Taylor, now you're finally understanding. Taylor Swift's red, Taylor, t- red, sorry, red Taylor's version comes out, and also Brittany will be freed on November 12th. Big day. Big day. Huge. Huge. Speaking of new music. Adele has finally announced new music with a teaser of her new song, Easy On Me. And she's been teasing. She's been teasing. Do we care? Okay. First of all, it's very still out. Yeah. The teasing first started with um, projections on like across the country and I guess in London and across the world uh projections of just the number 30 mm-hmm. and people immediately were like oh, oh i didn't know that that's how it started with projections yeah oh my god um with this really ugly font in my opinion and it looked like i did see the font like, yeah the kind of cursive it kind of looked like the grammys font mm-hmm. well yeah um even though she said that she wasn't going to name them after numbers anymore well, or ages anymore. Aaliyah has been insistent. I mean, I you won't shut up about it. You're always like, she's not doing that anymore. That's new, old era, new I mean, era, no age. How long? And then it comes out 30. Well, how much longer can we do this? That's her thing. That's her signature thing. I, she names all her albums the age that she was when she wrote them. That's actually one of the few things I like about her. Um, I think it was cute the first couple times, then 36, then 42. Okay. But I, I actually want to hold on that. I think that the album's actually not going to be called 30 though. You won't let it go. And that 30 was just used to tease it because it's such a, so closely associated with her. Just, I don't know, numbers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) she's got a hold on numbers and ages. Uh, but can we talk about the teaser for a second? Yeah. Okay, in the teaser, she's it's black and white. This, this woman doesn't like color. Black and white. But it, okay, totally black and white. But like, wasn't it kind of like that kind of gray sepia te- tone? Like, kind of like what you would use for a tequila ad. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to be like give you the clue, like this is artistic and it's fucking sad. Yeah. Like, are you ready to cry? Yeah. Um, have you had a breakup recently? This one's for you. <laughs> Uh, she's driving in a car and in the backseat of the car, first of all, we already have so many cliches, Mm -hmm. black and white car driving down an empty road. Instantly they show us her thick winged eyeliner Yeah, and her matte, matte white skin. Yep. Yep. Okay. We get get it. it. Yeah. Uh, in the backseat of the car is, uh, music sheets flying out the car window, flying out fourth cliche with the notes of my heartbreak written out. They fly out. Exactly. They fly out. Exactly. Um, and it's like a 20 second teaser. You barely even hear the song. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like any song that could be piano, I've been on piano yeah. ballad. Uh, yeah. It's just like, I get it's going to be a big deal. I, yeah. And like, when I, like, don't get me wrong, when I heard it, I did like think to myself, like, oh, fuck. Like, it's about to be, yeah. On. Like, it's, it's about season. to be Adele season Issa Rae just asked everyone to refrain Issa Rae said it was her me season me season me that's all she asked for one thing one thing and she couldn't even respect that I thought you liked black women Adele. yeah I thought yes. you support I thought you cared about how your black friends felt <laughs> <laughs> well I guess you don't I guess you don't yeah. what do they not have insecure across the pond yeah no okay um but so they're also saying there's like tons of rumors now about the album, but no, no rumors yet about like who's on it. Yeah. Um, like you mean in terms like of features spe- or songwriters? Is she working with Max Martin again? Mm. Is she working with the guy from One Republic? Who knows? She works with this. Uh, when I was looking this up, she writes with a writer called Egg White a lot. Have you ever heard of this person? I haven't. Egg White. It's spelled E-G uh-huh. and then last name White. EGN. Okay. I'm still assuming that's not a government name, but um, it's interesting when I when I Google EG White, um, Ellen G White, American author from the 1800s, comes up. Oh, <laughs> but I will look into this uh person later. But there's also rumors that she's gonna have a full on like 
documentary, music, uh, live TV, musical performance. To kind of coincide with the release of the album. Yeah, which will most likely come in November, December. Which is something I'm not, I'm becoming less and less a fan of. Yeah. But you rightfully pointed out to me that kind of tying in like videos to coincide with her album release is actually something she's done for a long time. Yeah. And while it is becoming to me an unbearable trend. Yeah. She was kind of on it before the like, like in a smaller scale, but like, yeah, she has lots of videos from like 21 and even 25 where they're either like, uh, performances, like, like live performances Mm -hmm. or, or both, but like, it'll start off with like her talking a little bit about the song and like, it was very cinematic. Yeah. The 21 videos were, yeah. Um, it was like kind of all mini documentaries, but just on YouTube. But now that like, this is a huge trend. Taylor Swift does it. Justin Bieber, Beyonce. Like, it's just a whole, it's like a new vessel to like, Lady, just shape, Gaga. Lady Gaga, just shape the narrative to whatever you want yeah. it to be. And why is like exciting to have like that much access to them? Well, if it's access. Well, it's obviously curated access. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. But like, it still is exciting, even if it is curated to yeah. see them in like a different light. But then it's like, I start to think like. With certain albums and with certain artists, I think, do I really like these songs or Mm -hmm. have I just been like fed like what they what they mean? Yeah. And what, you know, and I feel connected to them because this really famous person told me that, you know, vulnerable state that they were in Mm -hmm. when they wrote it. So now I feel like I know something about them. Do you like the music because of the music or do you like it because a celebrity's making it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like giving me some kind of like inner access to like their life. And like, I think that's a right. And I also feel like. Because, and, like, I think the same thing is, like, with big events like Beyonce, Taylor as well, like, you often just want to feel a part of something. Like, when something's happening, mm-hmm. like, like a Beyonce album, you don't want to miss out on it. Like, because it, it can feel like water cooler talk. Like, oh, everyone's talking about yeah. it. So, like, I have to partake in it. And I have to watch the documentary. And I have to listen to the album. If I'm going to like the album, that means I'm going to like the docu-series. Yeah. And if I like the docu-series and I'm going to like the tour. And yeah. And then it all starts to like be bundled in yeah, together. Which is exactly what they want. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then she's also p- reportedly... Where are all these rumors coming from? Ain't nothing for sure. Oh, we're talking about the Vegas rumors? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. the same Vulture article. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silly uh, Billy. She's probably going to get a Vegas residency, which now everyone which also my does. theory that Adele isn't a pop star. She's just our new generation Barbara Streisand. Yeah, or Celine Dion. Yes. I th- yeah, maybe Celine Dion is like yeah. a bad... I don't know why. Maybe it's the bouffant that I always think Barbara. <laughs> like, she came out so old. Yeah, I know. She She's like kind of now she's like aging in reverse. Yeah, that is so true. When she was 19, she was like 40. Yeah. And now she's like out here. Like putting mm. on like Jamaican flags on her titties. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Doing dings. Dings. Yeah. Dead dings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, her in Vegas. Oh, that'll do. She's going to clean up. Do you think that like maybe like, okay, for me, I'm like, ew, why do you want to do a Vegas residency? Like, that's so but weird. But that's Just definitely one. Gaga did a Vegas residency. <sighs> I guess you're Usher right. Usher does a, like. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Usher. I know, I know, I know. No, Gaga was a great. Yeah. Sorry. But but like. It, Call me out on that. Yeah. They have so, it, it doesn't hurt your, it does, it's no longer this like aging. I think just in terms, I know how it's kind of different too. Yeah. He's also feel, an yeah, aging that, like, thing. Yeah. But like. It's like when you're still famous, but you're no longer relevant. Yeah. And yeah, she's definitely still relevant. But it's, it's, I don't think it's but harmful to your. maybe because of your, COVID, it's like easier because you can keep yourself in a bubble to be in a Vegas residency. Well, I don't think it's harmful to your career anymore the way it used to maybe signify. Yeah. And you make so much money and you don't have to like have the wear and tear of the road yeah and And you make so much money i know but you make so much money touring too yeah but people hate touring i know like it's a grueling process even at a i mean some people like it um, but i I don't think she does right but i get that a lot of people don't i get that it's grueling yeah especially when you have a kid yeah and like i mean i don't know if i would even want to Oh God, I don't know. Like a, an Adele tour, like she just stand there. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's something. No, I feel like Adele shot would be good. I just feel like I. Just, yeah, she's just gonna I, stand there, but she's gonna sing with her amazing voice. I mean, yes, definitely. But like, I mean, I can listen to her amazing voice in the comfort of my own home. You don't think it would be worth the show? Like, did she put on a show? I kind of would like it more in a Vegas setting because, like, I'm sitting down, I got my yeah. drinks. Like, I feel like they're more comfortable, and she's just kind of sitting, like, standing up there for me. She's gonna croon her. Yeah, to you. she's yeah, gonna yeah, croon yeah. to you. But, like, I remember seeing people's going the last tour and like seeing the Instagram stories, and like, if you're up on the like upper level, like, you don't have great seats. Yeah, she's just like this dot, just standing there. Okay, you know I can what I mean? see that. I wanted to give her a little bit of like benefit of the doubt, yeah, because her voice is so incredible that like. It, but yeah, I could see her being a lackluster performer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know for sure, but or at least maybe that like arena setting. And you're right, yeah. like, something more intimate would is be like great. would be better mm-hmm. for everyone involved. Everyone involved. Her, me, everybody, everyone, the babies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I could see that kind of more Vegas loungy, but mm-hmm. obviously like. Yeah. You get your steak, you get your baked potato. That actually sounds amazing. See, like, that your, actually sounds yeah. enticing And then to I sit me. back and let, okay, if that's the setup, then yeah. yeah. Going yeah, to see like her that. at, like, uh, wherever the Brooklyn, like, uh, you know, Barclays, Center, Barclays Center, like, I don't want to do that. Oh, you're taking her to Barclays. She's not doing stadium. She's going to do it. Oh, she's not doing stadiums. Okay. She's not doing so stadiums. Barclay, yeah. Standing up the entire time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I mean, there's not too many people I want to do that no, for. No. You know, concerts are like, there are some people who just love, sh- you love yeah, shows. I like, I like You a show. love shows. I love shows, but there are certain people that like, you don't just like get my attention. Like no. I will check my phone and be like, okay, right, you've got like one more song. Right. And I like shows, but like, I think that like those big pop star ones are like a different beast. And I can like a lot of pop stars and not want to go see them, uh, perform in an arena yeah arenas can, can be really awkward yeah. i don't want to see dua lipa to go da- uh propping around her like little lamb legs yeah. like she can't dance no that sounds terrible to me mm-hmm. like that does not sound like a fun time yeah on like i don't i don't even think i would want to see lord i would not want to see lord she is an awkward yeah. performer no but i love lord yeah but i don't love 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 i, I also do I? I don't want to see Rihanna perform. I've heard I don't that she's see not. Rihanna either. Yeah, I've seen some clips online where I'm like, damn, that looks like yeah. a fun show. But then I see other clips where like she does a lot of the uh, pointing the mic at the crowd. You know. Oh my how god! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that. Beyonce, yes. Oh, she Beyonce puts on ama- a oh, show. I mean, yeah. Not many people can commit to putting on a freaking show. Yeah. And but like. It, but, like, in, like, Carly Rae Jepsen, on a smaller scale, obviously, but, like, I saw her. But, like, it was only fun because we were on standing and, like, you could dance. But some people were in the, like, yeah. seat parts. And I was like, that would not be fun. Yeah. Like, it has to be, like, the right the setting. The right setting. So, like, yeah. we were on the floor semi-close. Not, like, can feel her sweat close. But, like, mm-hmm. I could see her. Yeah. Um. But, like, yeah, if I was up like that and just in the rafters and the rafters because like, it was kind of, of a theater yeah no you're not gonna just like sit back and watch watch yeah no i get that when that saxophone play hits no mm-hmm. i gotta be up there yeah going mm-hmm. going 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 mm-hmm. going well that's like when we went and saw uh Batiste, um, Barty Bar- Strange. Barty Strange. Yes, exactly. He was an incredible performer. Well, now we're in a different thing. That's not pop. I mean, it's not like a pop star. No, that's not a pop star. That's an indie <laughs> artist for you uncultured floss out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was incredible. Yes, but like the one he performed before. You know, how mm. nice lady. Nice you know, lady. Nothing Beautiful gal. But I was ready for her. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, when yes. you lose, you know, your audience, you lose them. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot to be said for the craft of performing. It's a dying craft. It's a dying. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because back in the day. It's the only way you could get famous. Exactly. And now there's so many other avenues. You have Instagram now. Yeah. So people forget that Dua Lipa Well, now we say Now it. we say yeah. it. Yeah. That Dua Lipa cannot perform. Mm-hmm. And as you always so poetically say, is just a Victoria's Secret model with a record contract. Yeah. And we said it. 
I think that's where we end the segment. <laughs> Actually, that's where we end the entire episode. I'm not going to wrap um, the Monsterverse again. I've done it too many times. Everyone thinks I'm a one-trick pony. Oh, what is, what's that? Why you're, you're all asking to FaceTime me? What's going on there? Speaking of someone who maybe <laughs> what? is famous and shouldn't be. Oh, my... <laughs> Do like, we talk literally, literally. Julie, the segue to Haley Bieber World one it's, is perfect. Yeah, it's a direct line. Yeah. So Haley Bieber Baldwin, the girl we love to hate, hate to love occasionally, has a split with her longtime stylist Maeve Riley. They've been working. Uh, Haley Bieber Baldwin is what twenty three ish. Twenty four. Twenty four. They've been working together since she was nineteen. And you actually texted me about this. You were so disturbed. I was. I thought this was breaking freaking yeah. news. I thought you were texting me because like it got out that they she was sleeping with Justin. I was like, what was she banging? And you're like, no, it's something like that. I'm like, oh, well, then I don't care. Yeah. But then you broke it down for me and then I started to care. And I'm going to break it down for you people here. Okay. Haley B. Revolved. I know this, this seems like, oh, some celebrity broke up with their stylist. It happens every day. Diamond doesn't. Mm-hmm. Haley B. Revolved is known for two things yes. as of the past two years. Being Justin Bieber's wife. Yes. And her specific style. Yes. That style was specifically crafted by this woman, Maeve Riley. And for those of you who don't know what Hailey Bieber Baldwin's specific style is, yeah. we can just break it down for you really quickly. Yes. We're talking monochromatic. Yes. Do you know what an oversized blazer is? Yes. Have you ever strapped up your heels all the way up to your knees? <laughs> yes. Because you're going to do it today. Have Legs, you- <laughs> white sneakers, mm-hmm. biker shorts. So like, yes. pretty much every reason... Like all the fashion that you see in stores is regurgitated from Haley. Like Bieber, the Baldwin. Zara pipeline top, yeah. leads directly the Zara to Topshop. Yeah, uh, Instagram style is a big part because of Haley Bieber Baldwin. Like that yes, is true. There's like, the he, other girls yeah. too, yes. Kendall's, your Bellas, but like she, she, and it made her when she started when she married Justin it elevated her yeah she, because mm-hmm. he suddenly empowered her yeah with a whole new you know group of designers who would dress her and it made her a brand new bitch yeah <laughs> yeah yeah she actually cultivated this brand yeah. of being one being mm-hmm. a fashion girl yeah being and i think she's in the cover of vogue now yeah and i think you wait u.s yeah i mean with justin but still oh okay yeah, <laughs> no yeah but yeah yeah and but particularly on the back of street style. Yes. And like, yes. and I think that's why it's so important. She was like, okay, I might not have, you know, a million movie careers Mm-mm. and like press tours to go on. Yeah. Uh, other and than I'm, like, but, my, but I'm going to be walking next to Justin. Yeah. Every so, day of my life. Exactly. So I'm going to like rock the street style shit out. Yeah. Like literally just following him around wherever he was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, she went from being one of the like, t- like being, the lowest tier friend of those group of girls of Bella, Kylie, Kendall, the girl who got pushed out of the way at one point by paparazzi so they could get to Kylie Jenner is now married to Justin Bieber. Yeah. And now she, it's a huge, it's a huge power move. Mm -hmm. And now paparazzi are pushing each other to take her photo and a big, and like, yeah. So she is, has to look a certain way and like, and it, the reason why so yeah and so Maeve Riley yes right so and part a big part of that is Maeve Riley yeah. and on the back of like people taking a huge notice of how Haley Bieber Baldwin's style had evolved and elevated yeah they immediately a lot of the attention also went to Maeve yeah and I mean some stylists get pretty famous you know you have your Rachel Zoes yeah not a lot like I yeah, can't I would say name. that like Rachel Zoe is like oh when you, when you showed me her Instagram page and yeah. I saw her aesthetic, she honestly looks like a millennial Rachel Zoe yeah. in terms of like a very thin yeah. white woman white woman with big eyes mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is dressed exactly like her client yep. too. Yeah, like that was such Rachel Zoe's thing. Like it literally is like is this Rachel Zoe's yeah. daughter? Like yeah. if you guys look her up, like it's she's 
Like I was yeah. like, oh, so she's like Rachel Zoe, yeah. like celebrity stylist aesthetic, where like she's like the same size as them. Mm-hmm. So they go, sh- they share. So she really becomes like, yeah, you're coming into my world, and this is what women in my world look like. Yeah, exactly. And like her and Haley, when they stand next to each other, kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. So. And they would stay next to each other a lot. Yeah. They, they were friends. And Haley was posting her in her Instagram. Thus, Maeve got a lot of Instagram followers and kind of became her own brand. Yeah. And, like, her career really took off on mm-hmm. the back of doing The way it. Rachel Zoe would stay next to Nicole Richie. Exactly. And, yeah. like, yeah. And the way her brand took off yeah. from s- styling these from celebrities. Styling her. Yeah. And so when I saw that they spoke split ways i was really shocked i was like i thought they were besties you know she was crediting her for well, you her were like, style why? yeah and i was like why what could have happened when it was so mutually beneficial for, for both, both of, of them. them so a couple of things have happened in the past maybe like year or so ish okay. one is that mave has gotten famous on her own and has a lot of Instagram followers and mm-hmm. gets a lot of attention on her own. Yeah. She's also started uh, styling Megan Fox and has been credited in a similar way of basically bringing People taking her, notice. Yeah. Taking yeah. her from the ashes and putting her back into the spotlight and making her current again. Megan Fox has never been a fashion girl. Right. Never, ever, 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 ever. But all of a sudden. I would sudden, argue she still is not. Yes, I would argue that too. But all of a sudden, people are taking note of what Megan Fox is wearing. Yeah. And again. And she's getting a lot of press for she's it. She's getting a lot and of she's press. She's going to a lot of events. She's yes. styled very specifically at the VMAs. She was styled very specifically at the Met Gala. Yeah. She's styled very specifically, even when she leaves her house, yeah, like completely head to toe, yeah. powdered blue looks <laughs> with a matching yeah. tote, like, and like this is very specific, yeah. And it's similar to Haley Bieber Baldwin style. I'd say it's like, yeah, it's very similar. It's still got a certain like I can see how it's specific to. There's a certain edge yeah. to Megan Fox and a little bit more style. sexier, yeah. But it's definitely like kind of has those same key points of the oversized blazer, blazer and the monochrome. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that woman. This is this woman's like signature move. Yeah. She's like, I will give you uh, an oversized blazer. Yeah. And it's um, like one of those looks that like it's really is cool. And I get why people like to copy it. Yeah. But like when I see it on Megan Fox and Haley Bieber, it I makes know. me not want to yeah, copy it. Same. I mean, same. Yeah, I don't copy it ever. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, never. No, 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 no. Um, so I think maybe part of it could be like, is Haley getting jealous that like she doesn't have Maeve's full attention? I mean, that's a possibility. Or that kind of what we're saying is like, oh, well, that looks similar to Haley's style, and like originally it was just Haley, and now like she has all these copycats because also like Maeve styles the Demilio TikTok girls. And those girls look just so derivative of yeah. the Bellas and the Kendalls and the Haley's. Right. So, like, is Haley like, okay, can you not give my, like, knockoffs yeah. to them? Because then I'm going to have to start dressing different. Yeah. Yeah. And unless you are ready to bring me a new blueprint right. for how we're going to work this, and I really would rather you not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that is, okay. So then what Mav says to her, well, Haley... I can't just style you. Yeah. I got to feed. And, you know, some people do work like only want their team to work with them. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's a possible. It's a combination of mob getting too much attention Mm -hmm. and maybe thinking that it's Maeve. (laughs) What do you keep saying? Is it Mav? Is it Mav or Maeve? M-A-E-V-E. I'm pretty sure that's Maeve. No. Mm, you might be right. Yeah. Maeve. It's Maeve. Can I call you Moth? <laughs> okay. Maeve might be thinking that the celebrity stylish part, the celebrity yeah. was getting too big for her. Yeah. And then the Megan Fox thing. I, well, I don't know. Dang, did you just solve it? I think that's one option. And maybe it's a culmination of a culmination of um things. Because there, I also saw rumors that Maeve was calling the paparazzi on Haley. <clears throat> because she wanted credit she wanted like her name to like she wanted credit for her outfits so she would call the paparazzi yeah. on Haley herself. which well 
Which sounds crazy because you know Haley and Justin call the paparazzi on themselves. But maybe it's like, yeah, it's okay when I do it, but I don't want you to be doing it. And I don't want you to be doing it. Which is like fair. Fair. Totally. Like you don't get to call the paparazzi on me. I call the paparazzi on me. Yeah. No one calls paparazzi on me but me. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is a little like leechy yeah to call the prophecy yeah. on someone because yeah, she wanted those gross. pictures of her outfits out there because now exactly. everyone's like whoa mm-hmm. mauve is mave is styling her <laughs> yeah okay and then Haley beaver gets wind of this yeah. and is like i don't like that yeah or it can also be the like stephanie shepherd is that her last name yeah stephanie <laughs> shepherd or stephanie smith I think it's Shepard. Okay. Whatever. Stephanie, who was Kim Kardashian's assist, former assistant. I was getting flashes of her in my mind as well. And she got very famous, not very famous, but popular uh, in her own right because she was cool and she pretty. Got very, she got pretty popular. Yeah. Also, very fast. Yeah. It was like Kim's assistant, Kim's assistant. Yeah. She was pretty. She was she cool. Was and she's like, not dead. She is. She was gorgeous. <laughs> Kim killed soul her. Inside and out. And that's what happens when you compete with Kim. Seriously. She kills you. Um, but Kim did fire her. Yeah. <laughs> and basically tried to have her excommunicated because Kim didn't like the attention that Stephanie was getting. Yeah. That it was overshadowing Kim, it even was. though in reality it was never gonna overshadow kim kardashian but like any bit of like limelight being taken from kim was like a no-go yeah and so i could think that like maybe Haley was just like you i feel like you're getting too big for your bridges and like let me I don't, nip this before yeah. it starts to get like out of control yeah and so you're like coming to me and talking about how you're about to leave me to go to a fashion line right exactly so i feel like that could possibly be it because like her becoming like her own brand it's like in comparison, so now that Haley's not um, being styled by Maeve anymore, she's quote unquote, according to reports, styling herself. And Maeve did say in an interview that like when they that recently she had been doing like Haley had been doing a lot of the styling um, herself yeah. compared to when they first started and Maeve was doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. But I also feel like that's like, okay, yeah, sure. Like Maeve gave you the blueprint for your style and now yeah. you just have clothes and like, yeah, you can dress yourself. Like, so can I, like if I'm I had sure your wardrobe, like quadrupled in size. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's like now she has more options and like she gets it. She just throws yeah. on a blazer. Yeah. But like, if you want to keep this like idea that you're a fashion girl, like your style's going to have to evolve. Yeah. And you probably don't have the, um, um, tenacity intuition yeah to do that how. yourself mm-hmm. so in the meantime while she's in between stylists because she will get another one while she's in between stylists she's styling herself and then justin bieber stylist carla welch is has been like jumping in and doing her for some events like she dressed she's, her for the vmas okay and she also dressed her for the met gala too right no i think that was uh Haley just did herself which is why people were like oh this is boring Oh, okay. But if you compare, like, this woman, Carla Welch, Justin Bieber's stylist, if you look at her Instagram compared to Maeve's Instagram, Maeve's Instagram is like, oh, that was, sorry. Looking at Maeve's Instagram, she hasn't posted about Haley since July. Mm-hmm. They're all pictures of Megan Fox, an occasional D'Amelio girl, but yeah. it's a lot of Megan Fox and herself. Yeah. It's her, like, and it's her Instagram. She can post yeah. herself, of course. Oh, it's a free country. It's a free country. Mm-hmm. But comparatively to Carla Welsh's uh, Instagram, Carla's barely in her own Instagram. It's a lot of her. It's just her clients. Mm-hmm. More like she's like, this is my career. Yeah. I'm not trying Instagram to be page. a celebrity. I'm just trying to dress celebrities. Exactly. Yeah. So she's not competing with her clients yeah, for attention. For attention. Kind of an important thing to do, I guess. Kind of, yeah. Like, there's only room for... Listen, Haley has to deal with Justin's ego. She cannot be dealing with your ego, too. Yeah. Okay? She's already in that relationship. Yeah, that is probably true. She's not going to take a backseat to another person in her life. Exactly. So, I just think it's interesting that they have split. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe... I tried to Google to see if we could find anything... No one's Cause talking I've, about it. No one's talking about it. I only saw it um, from a TikTok, of course. Yeah. But that TikTok is, there's nothing else on it. 
Like no one else is just talking well, now about. Now there's this podcast. Now there's us. So I hope we come up in the Google search. Well, <sighs> okay. I wonder if it'll ever come out. Why? What's up, you guys? It's Haley Bieber, and today I'm here with my stylist and one of my very good friends, Maeve Riley, and we are going to show you guys 10 different Levi's secondhand looks in two minutes or less. Hey you guys, I'm Maeve Riley, and we are going to show you our first look in this Levi's secondhand. Emily Ratajkowski is speaking out about the time Robin Thicke assaulted her on the set of the Blurred Lines video. Now, for people who don't know, Emily Ratajkowski is a model. Uh, she's pivoted. She's done some acting, too. She's in the Gone Girl movie. Mm-hmm. But she's really known for being in a, a model Instagram, Victoria's Secret, that that yeah. that ilk, you know. She was just in the Rihanna Savage Fenty runway show, of so like she's like that's definitely like her brand. Yeah, she's yeah. Just a very famous hot person. Yeah, exactly, very famous hot person. Oh, what a life. Mm. Um, so, sh- but she came up a big part of like something on her resume is that yeah. she was in the Robin Thicke Blurred Lines video, which was just such a thing in 2013 it like really really blew her career up i think it was like that in 2013 and then in 2014 she did gone girl Mm -hmm. and those two things in tandem like really put her on the map yeah but yeah Yeah. she really stood out in that video yeah she's kind of known for it yeah for maybe infamously yeah um and so she has a new book to kind of give you like where her career is going like girl writes books now yeah um she's a new collection of essays entitled my body Oh, that's another thing. Sorry. Like, another part of her brand is, like, feminism. Like, she's, like, trying to, like, not just be this hot body. But she talks a lot about, she has in the past talked a lot about um, women's issues and body issues and things like that. Um, So, in her new collection of essays entitled My Body. I don't think most people really take her seriously. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Like, she has She tries. But (laughs) I would say that that's not what people think about her brand no. feminism i think there's a type of like white girl that does right but i'm saying like i would say the other 95 percent of the world doesn't no yeah i would say the other 95 percent is doing different things with, <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry is that bad uh, no i just think it's probably true <laughs> yeah. um in emily's new collection of essays and head of my body yeah. she's revealing that in 2013 on the set of the blurred lines music video robin thick sexually assaulted her in the book, she writes, suddenly out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hands cupping my bare breast from behind. Radikowski wrote in an excerpt retained by the Sunday Times. I instinctively moved away, looking back at Robin Thicke. He smiled a goofy grin and stumbled backwards, his eyes concealed behind sunglasses. My head turned to the darkness beyond set. Now, for people who don't remember this video and don't want to go back and watch it, because I would not recommend it, the whole video is Robin Thicke, T.I., and Pharrell. You can never remember I always want to say it's Mark Ronson. Oh, okay. But it's Pharrell. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe Mark Ronson is a producer on it, and that's why it keeps tripping you up. Maybe he's in the video. Again, I I don't want to rewatch the video. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, not even for research purposes. Like, that is probably why Robin and Miley got together. Like, Mark Ronson probably is in the mix. You're probably not wrong. Yeah. Um, But in the video, these three, possibly four, men (laughs) are in full suits. Yeah. And there are just models running around, not partially clothed, not in bikinis, but like bare naked. Yeah. Okay. So when the song comes out, first of all, it's a huge hit. It's Mm -hmm. like a big viral success. And the video is a big part of it. The video goes viral. And on top of it being this huge success that it was, People, it also started conversations of consent. The lyrically, the of the tone of the song is blurred lines, mm-hmm. and that was a time when, like, I know you want it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially like young people in college were talking about like what consent is yeah. and how you needed to get verbal, uh, clear consent, yeah, to have, have sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the show, the the song is. 
advocating the complete opposite. Uh, yeah. It's saying that, listen, sometimes there are these blurred lines mm-hmm. and that sometimes sex is gray. Yeah. And we're trying to be like, no, it's like very black it's and white. very black and, and white. And if it's gray, that's a problem. <laughs> and he's like, I want the blurred lines. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, and then on top of it, you have this visual of and this like, power dynamic uh-huh. of these powerful famous men fully clothed yeah. running around literally chasing women yeah naked women on the set of this video and at the time everyone's like not everyone but some people are like yeah. this is freaking weird guys yeah, like flag no, on the play yeah flag on the play i was like, literally doing a flag on let's the talk about this yeah and like we shouldn't let this image go unchecked yeah yeah because the other thing is like what it it would also start a conversation of like media and images that young men and women see yeah that perpetuates this kind rape of culture yeah exactly rape culture mm-hmm. and at the time a big defense of the song in the video was that it had a female director yeah so now that woman Di- diane martell is corroborating emily's account and, and is giving her own quote and said, I remember he when he grabbed her breast, one in each hand. He was standing behind her as they were both in profile. And af- and when she saw it, she says she screamed at thick. That's it. Shoots over. And he sheepishly, sheepishly apologized as if he knew it was wrong without understanding how it might have felt for Emily. Wow. But I want to take you back to 2013. Yeah. To when people were criticizing the music video. Yeah. And I'm not trying to blame the woman for men's actions. No, but, but we just, can blame her for her actions. Exactly. And I think we it, it brings up a necessary conversation about feminism and the role women play. When they come into power. When they come to power and when we're, they're the ones doing the harm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, also just like the narrative of like a woman in power yeah. means things will be different. Right. It means that there are uh, things like sexual assault won't go unchecked. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, they still do they because still you don't do. understand how the patriarchy works. Yeah. And you don't understand how it mutates itself to perpetuate. Mm-hmm. And, and that even a woman in power can still let sexual abuse go on in her exactly. presence. It's oftentimes, unfortunately, women who do perpetuate the patriarchy and instances of sexual assault or just instances of rape culture or these quote-unquote blurred lines. Mm -hmm. And she said, uh, and it's like also just like, oh, I screened the shoots over. But what did that do? Yeah. Did <laughs> that you call the police? Did you call the police? Did the, the, the video not come out? Yeah. The video came out. And when it came out and people saw that it was, kind of creepy and pushing an agenda that promoted you know sexual exploitation and you said it didn't did you say but you know what oddly enough the man who sings the song did assault one of the models right in front of me on the set right. so maybe you're right maybe i was kind of bringing a toxic environment it's funny you bring that up yeah yeah hmm. exactly literally uh actually in 2013 when these conversations were happening she was basically I think there's twofold. I think she was probably prodded out to yes. go defend the music video because she's a woman. And whether or not she had a, as much of a say in that, like, who knows how much power she has in the industry she ha- she's in. Like, it, could be, it was probably very difficult her for her at that time. And for her to not, to dis, uh, disown the music video would have been... Well, it would have been a career killer, possibly. Yeah. yeah. But she could have not done it in the first place. And and and, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, she should have cur- killed her career. Yeah. But it's like there's always excuses for why mm-hmm. sexual assaults go unchecked. Exactly. Like it just like made me think of like the R. Kelly trials mm-hmm. and how people on his team said like the man who uh, got Aaliyah the fake birth certificate yeah. and how he said I I didn't like it I didn't it didn't feel right but I didn't want to be cut out of the inner circle. Exactly. And it's just like. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that she was put in a fair position, but she knew the responsibility of taking on that position as mm-hmm. a director, and that mm-hmm. is a huge responsibility. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, 
it's the same responsibility that the men take on when they assume that responsibility of director. Yeah, yeah. And she chose her, okay, whether it was right or wrong or black or right mm-hmm. or white, talking about grade lines, she chose her career over reporting a sexual assault. Yes. And you can do with that information what you want, but that's what happened. Exactly. Exactly. And in 2013, she said about when she was defending the video, it forces men to feel playful and not at all like predators. I directed the girls to look into the camera. This is very intentional and they do it most of the time. They are in the power position. I don't think the video is sexist. The lyrics are ridiculous. The guys are are silly as fuck. Okay, so I want you to remember that quote of the women are in the power position because now jump to 2021 when she's recounting the sexual assault. She says, with that one gesture, Thick have reminded everyone on set that we women weren't actually in charge. I didn't have any real power as the naked girl dancing around in his music video. I was nothing more than a hired mannequin. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly... Like, I'm not, obviously things change in from 2013 to 2021, but all of their like defenses and trying to dance around, like literally and figuratively what was happening and what was so obvious from the song and the lyrics and the actual video Mm -hmm. was so plain as day. It's like not even ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what we thought it was. It was. So what we're saying is like, that kind of setup yeah breeds abuse because there's an inherent <laughs> imbalance of power yeah so like you kind of made our point mm-hmm. like so you agree so you agree you think you're really pretty <laughs> yeah you think it's like yeah and it's sad because emily radikowski like we were saying is like she's a famous hot person yeah right mm-hmm. but she even said in that cut article you sent me that yeah. um, she felt that her body was her superpower. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Anyone else calling their body their superpower, I'd roll my eyes. But I read that line. I was like, no, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's what I would. Yeah. Call your yeah. your body is, is a superpower. Yeah. It is. It, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Not that many people look like that. But it's like this grass isn't always greener. Exactly. Like you, you might like literally think that someone like that wouldn't experience anything negative Mm -hmm. and here she is like being continuously well well yeah so she this is something she's like basically had to deal with her whole her whole life her entire career yeah when she tries to take control use her body as a superpower people want to take that control away from her and they want to commodify it and they want to merchandise it and tell people how they should Mm -hmm. interpret that yeah what that looks like this is what you should be thinking yeah exactly they don't want her to feel powerful and the idea that there's a mind attached to Mm -hmm. something that looks like that is like they will not let that exist no yeah and she talks a lot about that um in this article she wrote for the cut in 2020 and she recounts a story of this man that she met, this photographer that she met mm-hmm. very early on in her career. Yeah. When she was not famous at all and she yeah. had zero power. But he was a very reputable, at least artistically, uh, photographer. Like, what do you, like, he would, like, shoot for, like, indie mags kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Makes, okay. And so, like, when she got the offer to shoot with him, like, her manager was like, you should do this. And she was like, yes, of course. Like, And just to, like, describe, like, yeah. where she was in her career, she had to buy her own bus ticket up to the Catskills to meet him at his, you know, house upstate. Yeah. So, like, she's not being, like, driven anywhere. Like, yeah, no. she's very much, like, trying to make a name for herself. Yeah. And you've also hit one of the red flags already. The shoot was being taken at his house. I know. Which is... I know. When you were telling me the story, and I was like, well, where were the people on set? And you were like, oh, the set was his house. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, now we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. And, like, now she probably goes to shoots with a full team. But, like, yeah, yeah. back then, like, her manager's... Own, it was just her. her. She was just a young Literally woman. her. And her agent... I'm sorry, The agent yeah. who sent her that... I didn't realize when you told me the story that 
her accommodations were that she had to spend, also spend the night at yeah. his house. Hotel, accommodations, the shoot, the setting, all his house, just his house. Yeah. On his territory, in the Catskills, basically middle of nowhere. Exactly. She's not even in the city so she could leave. Yeah. She's not even in LA. That's She's not like, in New York. Yeah. No. It's a crazy, That's crazy a, a power crazy imbalance. She was even put in that position. It is. It is. And so she's she goes through the shoot and yeah. she gets there and it's a man and he seems nice at first and cool and he he says what what does he say about her body? And, oh, uh, that like they were well this was after they had started taking some pictures and the pictures that he's taking of her at this photo shoot are Polaroids. Yeah. So they're kind of, you know, reviewing the Polaroids and he's looking at them and saying which ones he like and which ones he doesn't. And he was like, you know, when I had seen other pictures of you before, I thought you were, you know, like a big girl. And he goes, you know, like big boned, like fat. And Emily says to him, no, like I'm really, really tiny. Yeah, like that's my whole thing. Like that's kind of like my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the yeah, so the photos were all Polaroids, and uh, they're all she's either naked or lingerie or like lingerie, lingerie. Starting of course, and then he, yeah, he tells her that it's gonna be nude. Yeah. Like okay, so now let's do some nudes. Yeah, like no no discussion. Like that's just yeah, and this is all brought up in this cut article, but w- what they lead with, which I thought was so interesting, mm-hmm. as a, about this artist mm-hmm. named something Prince, who kind of does this kind of like Andy Warhol esque thing with these photos from Instagram, where he right. will make these huge like large scale prints of people's Instagram. Right. And, uh, posts that they do. And one of the people that he did was Emily Ratajkowski's. And she said that her boyfriend at the time told her, you should be so honored. Like, yeah. this is so cool. Like, he's you know, a cool, edgy artist. Like, it's going to be at this it's like, like museum. All he like, did was huge... take your Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And like, like, make it like large scale. Like, yeah. exactly. And like, she talks about how she like, honestly didn't like know how to feel about that. Yeah. And was like, why is this guy like, I get that I posted that picture for free, but like, why are you get to make money off of my image? Yeah. And like what the, without images, my permission. Yeah. And the image that she posted was like kind of like a nude yeah. it, like photo of like her on the beach, which was like, that was her photo to mm-hmm. post because that's her body. So yeah. if she wants to decide that she wants to present herself to the world in that way, then that's her choice. Exactly. But what this guy did was that he said, no, you actually don't have autonomy over mm-hmm. your body. I'm going to print out this photo <laughs> and not only just take that power away from you, but then I'm also going to sell it for 80 grand. Yeah. So now I'm, commodifying your image as well without your permission and you will reap none of the profits yeah so like that is like crazy yeah but like that's like when like intellectual property laws like don't catch up with the times right because instagram is just like once you post it's public and you don't own it anymore yeah so like that's like you know a time that like her image was commodified so now going back to this photographer in the cat skills yeah so go back so and that was when, sorry, to, but the Instagram is when she's really famous. And now going back to this photographer in the Catskills when she's not really famous, mm-hmm. like it's just like in both instances, it doesn't matter how famous you are. Like she doesn't have any power in either instances. So she's at this house in the Catskills yeah. and she's taking photos and the day goes on and it's she's starting to just feel more and more uncomfortable as it gets closer to the night. And there is a hair and makeup uh, person on the side who is a woman. And she acknowledges in the essay that by the woman being the hair and makeup person being there, the woman being there, she feels more comfortable. Yeah. But as the night goes on and the shoot ends, the hair and makeup woman goes leaves. Yeah. And she's left alone with this man and he ends up sexually assaulting her. Mm And she really didn't have any, she couldn't do anything and jumped to now he 2020 in the 2020. And I think actually started happening in 2018. Yeah. Um, when she's now really famous, he, and he, her career has eclipsed his by this point. Yeah. This, uh, 
quote unquote auteur. Yeah. So he still has all the Polaroids that he took of her on this random shoot that one day. And he makes a book and he starts selling this book of images of her just called Emily. And it's all the Polaroids. And it's like, all these yep, Polaroids. In the book. Yeah. And she and he sells the book for eighty dollars. Yeah. She's not involved at all. Mm-hmm. She gets no money, uh, amount of money from it. No, gives no permission. And he's able to do it because she signed or her manager signed some crappy little contract. Well, that, her manager denies it. Yeah. Her manager says she did But the photographer it. says that yeah. he has. Why there's not some paper, clear paper trail, I don't know. Yeah. But. She tries to sue him over this book Mm -hmm. and her lawyers tell her it's going to cost so much more money to fight this than you would ever win. Yeah. So she has to give up Mm -hmm. and she can't sue him. She can't do anything. And he's put out three editions of this book. Yeah. Because he has that many. He was taking so many that day that he has enough to fill probably three more books. Yeah. And she, she said she, there was like, uh, an opening right in New York or, like a gallery opening of the photos in New York yeah. that she went to and like the line was like a, was no she just saw photos sorry she it. just she saw photos know. of it and the line was across was like around the block the, mm-hmm. they had and to then, open up the door so that people could like stand out on the street and they was just blown up images of her naked body mm-hmm. and she was just like wow how violating does this feel yeah to have absolutely no control or autonomy over your own body and image. And she can't do anything about it. Yeah. It would cost too much money to yeah. fight him in court. She says she just has to wait for his supply of photos to run dry. Yeah. yeah. But books can be reprinted and reissued and books are still going to be there. Yeah. <sighs> But, then, but like also speaking yeah. of how much money that she has had to spend mm-hmm. on trying to like reclaim images of herself back to that artist yeah. who, t- who blew up her Instagram image. Yeah. So he did that twice. He did that in a, one exhibit. And she said at that time she didn't have the money to like right. um, buy the picture. She said she didn't even really want to buy that picture. She didn't get why it was so cool. But her boyfriend at the time was like, this is like such a big deal. Like you should be honored and we should like split it. Right. But she didn't want to do it at the time. So yeah. then when he did, when the same artist did it again in another exhibit, she said this time she had had, she had a little bit more success. She had a little bit more money and her boyfriend convinced her that it would be a good investment to like start an art collection and what better way to start with a photo of yourself. <laughs> yeah. So she goes in on the photo 50, 50 with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So 40 grand for a photo of yourself that you posted that on you Instagram. That you posted and you probably have on your camera roll. Right. Yeah. And that she had found out that from some of, of the other people that he had done these images of. Yeah. That he had gifted, the artist had gifted them right. like a smaller like version of it for free. I yeah. guess as like a thank you yeah. to letting me, you know, pillage <laughs> your image to yeah. make a lot of money. Here's this like little gift. Right. And when her and her boyfriend broke up, uh-huh. she said that she traded him two pieces of art to own her own image of that, you know, Instagram art. <laughs> yeah. So she owned that outright. But then she had forgotten about that small thing that was gifted to her. Her boyfriend had it and he wouldn't give it back to her. She even had the Dick. artist write an affidavit saying that, no, that was in fact a gift to her yeah. and that, you know, it's her property and it wasn't something that they had split together. It was specifically a gift. Yeah. He still wouldn't give it back. So she just like said, forget Let it. it. Oh, Eventually yeah. it like irritated her that mm-hmm. he had it. Yeah. So she had to give him $10,000 for it. Oh my God. So this woman has now spent like 90 grand, not including the legal fees mm-hmm. to fight the guy who sexually assaulted her and, now is selling her images yeah. of naked Polaroids of her. Mm-hmm. She said she had to spend 10 grand in, or eight grand in one day fighting the lawyer fees. So yeah. she has spent almost a hundred grand, if not more. Yeah. To own her own image. That's crazy. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. And it's like always. And like, she talked about how one time when she was looking at, uh, the photo of the Instagram artwork in her home, um, there's a comment in the artwork 
you can see the comments below the yeah. photo and one of them is like in german and she found out that the translation was the person was commenting that her breast looked saggy and she was telling her now husband uh-huh. that and he said you know i think you're perfect uh-huh. and she said that she, her body tensed up from that because all too often men giving her kind of like physical validation right. has turned into possessiveness mm. and like that it, and she said she knows that that type of feeling can turn yeah and men and i thought yeah. that was interesting that's really interesting yeah the boyfriend who wanted her thought to own it yeah then turns his, yeah you know? and was like gassing her up about it like yeah. this is so cool like ultimately being supportive at the time i guess uses it as a power play yeah then later on in their breakup. yeah exactly and also wasn't like obviously wasn't that in tune with her as a boyfriend in general right. because she didn't think it was of cool. course he probably never even asked her what what do you think about this yeah that like you're hanging naked in this yeah. gallery without any you say. just thought it do was cool think- that you were dating a model yeah who, yeah who was hot enough for some guy to print off her yeah. instagram posts yeah but as quickly as they think that you're perfect they'll think that you're a piece of shit stupid bitch stupid bitch she's a dumb model yeah damn yeah water's run deep with her they do she's got an interesting story to tell her book of essays yeah maybe my body my body maybe i might watch this book maybe uh audiobook is she gonna read it i'll I'll listen to her read it yeah that might be something to put on you know yeah you're cooking dinner cooking dinner getting ready she talks about her body. I'll talk about, talk about my body. Mm-hmm. And my body's a superpower. And like your body's a superpower. And my body's a superpower. We're all superpowers. Like we're superheroes. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. But I'm your host, Aaliyah. Go rate, review, subscribe. Uh, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. And I'm your other host, Kara. Bye. Bye. You don't own me. Just one of your many toys You don't own me Don't say I can't go with other boys And don't tell me what to do Don't tell me what to say And please, when I go out with you Don't put me on display Change me in any way You don't own me Don't tie me down Cause I'd never stay